She may be a native Texan or not. We're not sure, but we do know she started the Fredericksburg Tea Party in 2009. She's a student of fine equine, and she's a true believer in correcting Matt whenever it's needed. This is the Angela Smith Show with special co-host Matt Long. Good morning, Matt Long. Good morning, Angela Smith. Man, I got some exciting, thrilling music going on there. Mm-hmm. So, do you do you like when you get in your truck? Do you have a uh, Guns and Roses uh, cassette that you uh, pop in there okay. every now and then? This is my deal, Matt. I I am a moody music listener. Okay. So it just depends on what mood I'm in, or where I'm going, or who I'm about to you know go meet. Okay. Um, depends on the the day of the week, <laughs> all of it. So you never know what you're going to find. I'll put playing. you on the spot. So, what would be your uh, go-to uh, piece of music or band right now, if you uh, for your current mood? What would that? Okay. Be? So I have serious serious radio on, and I listened primarily to seventies and seventies music. There you go. Yeah. All right. I can I can I can live with that. I yep. can live with that. It's, that sounds good. It's just kind of in the middle, you know. It doesn't yeah. get me too wound up. <laughs> there you go. All right, <laughs> folks. Um, we got a great show lined up for you today. Lots of things happening in Texas as we get closer and closer to the legislative session. So topics today are going to be around the upcoming legislation. Um, as well as a uh, Texas Supreme Court decision that was just made on the lockdowns that we went through from uh, 2020 to 2021, the year of uh, the the one uh, the 12 months we had lockdown. We're still under emergency orders, but mm-hmm. we're not under the lockdown uh, yeah. issues. And so, uh, Matt, the- we're only one of 11 states that are under emergency <laughs> orders. If I, I'm I'm. That's because that's because we're so conservative and so awesome in Texas, and that we're leaders. Oh yeah, in, and it, we've got such a COVID emergency still going on out there. Yeah. So, all right, we're. I'm going to try to stay in a good space today. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I'll, I will try to denote sarcasm um, and let you know when well, I am being. This is why I don't being... listen to Guns and Roses over here. <laughs> <laughs> there I'd you go. Like, I'd be like, Rawr. all right, so. Um, let's get through some things on the calendar. Very, very important tonight. Um, if you are a Kerrville resident, if you pay taxes in Kerr mm, County, that's right. And I'm not just talking about parents, but if you pay taxes in Kerr County, you are paying money to the school district. Yes, you are. Lots they, of it. They owe you answers. They they work for you, mm-hmm. even if you do not have children in the district. That's correct. That's one of the biggest distinctions I think we've had people who say, well, you can't run for school board if you don't have kids in the school. No, that's not how it works. If you're paying taxes in a district, you have mm-hmm. as much right to, um, to, to talk to your school board members, to go yeah. to school board meetings, to uh, express your opinion, um, to be active there, to uh, run for school board. You do not have to have kids in the district. So um, Harley has been covering this story extremely well. Um, and it started about a week and a half ago when I received an email that had a letter from the Hal Peterson uh, Middle School principal apologizing to parents for a course that was designed to be, uh, I think it was called College and Career Preparation 
something like that. It had six modules in it, and um, they were supposed to be finished with all the six modules by the time we went on Christmas break. However, the person teaching it, rather than teaching the modules, decided to show videos that uh, had uh, uh, issues like transgender, gender identity, and other issues along that three. Mm -hmm. So this teacher chose to teach these things as opposed to teaching the curriculum as she was hired to do. And um, now she can't finish the curriculum um, there was a letter of an apology sent out to the um, uh, parents on this. Um, I hardly knows so much about this, and the Kerrville people knew so much about it and are covering it so well right. that the best thing I can tell you about all of this is if the little outline I gave you ought to be enough to, if that's all you know, that ought to be enough to motivate you to go to um, the Kerrville School Board meeting tonight, That's and that right. is at 6 o'clock. Let me pull this text that is right. up. While he's pulling that up, folks, if you are paying taxes, you are part of what is going on every single day. You are funding it, and this teacher the the is, is being funded by that tax bill that you get um, at the first of the year, and, and, and ISDs are a huge huge part if you've never looked at your tax bill look at how much of your tax bill is your isd Mm -hmm. so take a look at it and you need to be there you don't have to speak necessarily if this is not something you're going to be prepared for but please go we need numbers out there we need hundreds of kerrville uh, residents uh, kerr county i should say residents just showing up to say no this is completely unacceptable Mm -hmm. you know i when i got an email and i was listening to harley this morning when i got the email last week about the letter um my first reaction was well good they caught it all right um and and so i was actually i was in praise of the letter um i i didn't really i didn't talk about it on the air i think i barely even brought it up uh for the same for the reason i just mentioned um but then I was listening to Harley this morning, and I, I'm, I'm leaning in his direction in that uh, that letter was not near enough. And there is much more to this story than, um, than, than what I read in that letter. And so I want to encourage you to go. And listen, we have been saying this I don't know how long. I think I say this in my sleep. You don't have to speak. Just show up. Yes. You you do not know if you haven't if you haven't been a part of it. You just don't understand the difference between twenty people showing up and forty people hey, showing up. L- listen, just put yourself on the other side of the diocese, where mm-hmm. or I come to say the diocese where you the uh, person is sitting, uh, mm-hmm. the as, board as, member as a, as a board member. Mm-hmm. The board members sitting there, they are no different than you and me. That's right. They just decided to something motivated them to run to serve the community mm-hmm. um, you're sitting there and yeah you've heard that there needs to be some rumbling out there and one person comes in and another person comes in and it fills the room to overflowing mm-hmm. and people are standing outside and everybody's talking yeah let me tell you something that's intimidating Extremely. And, and it needs to be intimidating in a good way this needs to put some you're, you're putting pressure on on that human being who needs to be pressured 
if they only see five or ten people, hey, listen, maybe maybe they are on our side. But if they don't feel like anybody's got their back, they become intimidated by the other side who will show up. Oh, yeah. And they've now they're now they're in a difficult position. Don't leave them in a difficult position. Make it easy for them to know what to do to help them to do the right thing. You know, people are always, always asking me or I hear it uh, questioned at a meeting or a gathering or just in a uh, informal group of uh, people visiting. What can I do? What can I But what can I do? It's the government. But what can I do? Mm -hmm. It, it is just as easy as show up. Yeah, we don't have any Be sexy a answers body for you. <laughs> in the room. That is an amazing start. Be a body yep. in the room. You will meet people there. That you will meet lots of people there that you didn't even know were in the community. They're very like-minded. All of a sudden, you'll be going to dinner with them, or show me up in another meeting or a rally or. Uh, you know, like I say, school board, whatever, you'll be together and you'll start making great, great friends. Okay, so that's tonight the address. It's going to be at the Central Administration Office, uh, KISD board meeting tonight at 6 o'clock, um, 1009 Barnett Street. That's the Central Administration Office. Please go. Just if you've never done this, if you've never been engaged in anything, and you've been listening to my program for a week or for three and a half years or for whatever it is, this is your opportunity. In fact, next time someone asks me, what can I do? I, that's going to be my first question. When was the last uh, city council meeting, county commissioners meeting, school board meeting? When was the last one you went to? Yes. And if you haven't gone to one just to be a body in the yes. room, then that's what I'm going to tell you to do. And what about Go. your local Patriot Group meetings? Go to your, in action, exactly. Fredericksburg Tea Party, if you're up in uh, Lano County, Lano Tea Party, if you have not been to any of those, these people are the ones that are on the front lines that are going to get you this information and make it pretty easy for you to know where to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. So just go. Be. Be a warm body. Go. Participate. And, um, and, and, and if, if you, if it needs to go further, if you need to go further, you'll have the opportunities to go further. Of course. The other, let's see, uh, Hill Country Preppers are meeting this Thursday, the 15th. Um, that's my wife's birthday on the 15th. Ooh. Happy birthday, honey. She's going to be, we'll, we'll have to maybe sing to her over the air. She told me everything she wants to do on her birthday. So she made it real easy for me. So I've got a list well, there you go. of things to do and uh, places to go. And uh, so we're, I mean, she's got the restaurant picked out, everything. So Fantastic, we're good man. to go Thursday. And uh, But the Hill Country Preppers are meeting that night. And uh, it's going to be their potluck. And uh, they're going to be getting together, talking about what are the just general discussion. I think Stephen was saying they want to uh, find out from you where, where it is you think the Hill Country Preppers, what should they focus on in this uh next uh session um oh see i um <clears throat> i just got a text from my wife it's not her birthday on the 15th okay uh <laughs> what does that mean when is it <laughs> it's our uh it's our anniversary Your anniversary all right well this is live matt you're you're talking and all of a sudden you were thinking high thoughts of her and yeah her birthday yeah it's our uh, happy anniversary, honey. Her her birthday's the twentieth. I think I may take a road trip this afternoon. Um, 
I'm going to have to go to. Uh, I don't. I don't know what it's going to take. Um, but uh, her her uh, text was uh, kind of uh, to the point. Hi, honey. I love you. All right. So <laughs> here we go. Um, Hill Country Preppers Thursday night. When we get back and we've run a little bit over time, I found a Ben Franklin just now that I had not seen before, and uh, it's kind of interesting. Um, says robbers must exalted be small ones on the gallow tree while greater ones ascend to the thrones wow um mm. basically robbers the little ones get hung and the bigger ones uh, get elected <laughs> that's what he is saying wow that's I scary i know what he's saying you know exactly what he's saying <laughs> all right folks um Y'all stay tuned. We're going to take a short break, and we'll get back, and I'm going to try to find out who's on the uh, f- on the phone line. He owns the largest collection of do-rags in Gillespie County. He's Matt Long. Born to be wild. Born to be wild. The Hill Country Patriot. We are back. Folks, you can find this program uh, if you're driving around in your truck on your FM dial 104.3, 102.1 in the hill country of Texas. And um, also for about a week, the podcasts stay up at uh, hillcountrypatriot.com. And so if you hear something uh, you like or don't like or want to use me uh, use against us in a uh, future uh, possible uh <laughs> um uh you know court action or whatever you know you can grab them there and record them and you'll have evidence against me that i am actually a true patriot fighting for freedom and liberty and we're not afraid to speak the truth on this program so please download it and save it and uh thank you george for the note and uh, that's exactly what we're about to start talking about january 10th and 12th yes. coming up and uh, these are dates i'm still on the calendar these are dates that are real important. Uh, January 10th is the opening day of the legislative session. That's right. It is, it's one great big party. All right. It is. Now, for those of you who uh, grew up in my generation, that does not mean that they're all drunk and, and smoking, smoking weed, weed, right? <laughs> no, that does not what they mean. It's a big party. It's a, a grown ups. They're, they're adult. There's a lot of uh, barbecue, a lot of ice cream. A lot of speakers, um, people everywhere. You yes. just it is just jam packed. It's celebratory. It's it is it's just a great fun day to be at the Capitol. Is it yes. a day you're going to get anything done? No, no, no. This no. is a party. It's like you say. It's just everybody getting together and kicking it off, man. Kick, and and it is a lot of fun. I do know that the um, True Texas Project. In fact, this may be something that will uh, get some of you up to the Capitol on January 10th. True Texas Project. What is her? I'm, sorry, I'm losing her name. Fran. Brett Fran. Fran. Our friend Fran, who is going to be organizing uh, small prayer groups. Her organization, okay. they're bringing a bus down from the Metroplex. Okay. They're going to break into small groups and they're going to pray over the entire building, around, through Fantastic. the entire building. So if you're a prayer warrior, here's an opportunity for you to get together on January 10th 
and you can come out and have some ice cream and barbecue with us. In fact, maybe pray over the barbecue and the ice cream. That's right. But um, if you want to get engaged with that activity, I'll be glad to put you in touch with that organization. We'll line all that up before we go. But January 10th is a great, great day to be up there. Now, what takes place legally, what takes place is you have the election. The only vote that takes place is the vote for the Speaker of the House. That's right. All right. That takes place on day one. They vote on the Speaker of the House. It's a foregone conclusion that that's going to be Dade Phelan because they went into, as the Republican caucus rules were created um, um, after... It's funny, it, these were rules created after Joe Strauss took power by using Democrats. Yes. And now they're using this rule that was designed to keep the rhinos out. Now they're using that same rule to keep the rhinos in. in. Yes. So kind of, um, kind of interesting that they've uh, switched those rules to where it gives them to your advantage. Um, one of the issues that is the biggest issue right now, and even the SREC, the uh, members of the uh, SREC, other Republican leaders throughout the state are insisting that we no longer place Democrats in chairs of committees. Yes, that's correct. Yep. And it's not just a handful of lunatic grassroots people like Angela and myself and some of the <laughs> listeners Actually, the, uh, a big chunk of the Republican Party actually agrees with us. Yes, they do. And, like and we're, remember, we're the fringe, <laughs> the lunatic fringe, you know, out here creating trouble. You know, I was told I was destroying the Republican Party about 10 years ago. Right. Um, folks, the Republican Party now agrees with me and says that this we've got to get we're, we're done with this. Yes. All right. And so the Republican Party of Texas, the RPT, has printed up a fine T-shirt. It's very, very simple. Um, it's red. It has three words on it, ban Democrat chairs. There's right. nothing else on there, no cutesy sayings, ban Democrat chairs, right. period. They are, they've had these uh, made, and this is the RPT that had these made. This isn't some... So if you're out there listening and you're part of your local Republican uh, 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 organization, or, or, or part, this is not coming from those lunatic Tea Party people over in Fredericksburg. This is coming from the RPT. That's right. And the SREC is participating in it. The RPT is writing the dadgum check. So that's, that's right. how serious they are about it. That's right. All right. So Republicans, you guys get in line behind this. Don't look at this as some kind of fringe uh, a movement. The RPT is pushing ban yes. Democrat chairs. This, yes, this is one of the uh, priorities that was uh, put forward at the uh, state convention. We had, what, 10,000 delegates there? Mm -hmm. uh, so a very nice slice of the Republican Party was represented there. And so if, even if you have a representative telling you that that will that should not happen it can't happen it won't happen it's not good that it's, is yeah. uh he is he or she is speaking against what the populace in, amongst the party wants yeah and they can do it this is nothing it's not necessarily new it just hasn't mm -mm. been done in a long time yeah and they can do it they completely have the ability all their predictions all the doomsday predictions of those who don't want to do it i believe are completely false 
Right. Um, and uh, we've gone through that a number of times. Well, they're here. just going to tell you that that's an ultra, ultra conservative idea. Yeah. Well, I believe that the Republicans that vote Republican and in this in this state, in this county, they're ultra conservative. Yeah. They like ultra conservative policy. So it is. Um, so uh, what we're so what are we asking? We're asking that you attend on January 10th. Yes. It's a Tuesday. Get up there early. Parking's going to be a drag. All right. Carpool. If you're a member of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, you're going to get an email on Wednesday with details for uh, riding in the bus or van that's up there. That will be an opportunity open to members in good standing. Actually, we're going to make that open to anybody who has been a member. We have a list of a couple of hundred people who have been members in the past, maybe didn't pay membership this last year, whatever. We're going to send that out. You'll have about two days to sign up mm-hmm. and get engaged, and then after that, it's going to be open. All right? And um, But we want to fill, and I'm telling you, if, if you've not gone to the Capitol before, this is not the day you want to drive up there solo. January yeah, 10th is do, not the yeah, day. Don't do that. Um, if, go with someone. Yes. If this is your very first, if you've been there before, you already know what I'm talking about. Right. All right? But if you've never been, this is not the day to say, well, I'll drive up there on my own. No, it's, because it's, it's thousands of people. It's a madhouse. Yeah. It's a blast. And plus, if you ride in the van uh, or the bus with us, we'll drop you off right there right at, at the, the right at the entrance. At the grounds, yes. And then when it's time to leave, we'll pull the bus up there. So you don't even have to walk to a parking lot That's or four right. blocks away to where you parked or up to the bullock museum i've parked there before on opening day because it was so full so i'd like you know four five blocks to walk right so that is coming up this week um pay attention to that we want you to go we really 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 want you to wear one of those t-shirts yes if we could and listen i'm not i I go to the capitol i don't wear t-shirts at the capitol i know a lot of people do and they take their message up there with them i have always I have always put on a jacket and a, and a shirt and slacks, and if I didn't want to wear my jacket, my wife said I had to wear a tie. So it's either a tie and no jacket or a jacket and no tie. Right. So I'm, but on this one, folks, I, I'm putting on the t-shirt. Right. And if it's a cold day, I'm going to put the t-shirt over my whatever, over my sweater or a hoodie or right. whatever. Right. But they need to get the message. The our representatives need to see a sea of red out there republicans saying ban democrat chairs Mm -hmm. now if you're in gillespie county um the gillespie county republican club is selling those and can help you out on that i believe they have a meeting this week as well maybe thursday night um but you can um uh, you can get a hold of uh george studer over there um i uh Yes, get a hold of that. Uh, you can look in our Fredericksburg Tea Party newsletter, yes. today's newsletter. Um, if you sign up today, you probably won't get it. But um, yeah. if you'll, maybe so. If you, if you sign up this morning, if, if you were to go to our uh, the Tea Party uh, website and sign up for the newsletter, you might get it today. All right, you might yes. get it today. Yeah. If not, drop me a line, Matt at Ranch Radio Group, and I'll send that information sure. to you, and then I'll say, now now go sign up for the Fredericksburg right. Tea Party newsletter. Right. But it is in the newsletter today. We want to get everybody on January 10th. Now, there's discussion on January 12th, and I'm 
so I started hearing, uh, I guess it was a month ago, maybe even further back. And um, I believe it came from even from a representative uh, who said, well, they're going to have the vote for the rules on two, on mm-hmm. the 12th. Mm-hmm. All right. They're going to have the vote on the rules for the 12th. Now, the vote for the speaker on the 10th on day one is, I believe that's a constitutional requirement to have that election on that day. I think I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that that is a constitutional requirement to to vote your leadership in. Now, when you vote on the rules, there is no there's no law, no no rule on when to vote for the rules. Okay. We have been told that they're going to take that vote on Thursday the 12th. Um, and there's a lot of people who are planning on going to the Capitol on Thursday the 12th, myself included. I'm going to plan on going there unless we hear otherwise. But I want to warn you about the 12th. Uh, it, it could very possibly be that Dade Phelan looks out his window on the 12th and sees us all out there on the red shirts and says, huh, I'm going to poke them in the eye with a sharp stick. We're going to move this vote to next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That could be done. All right. 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 There's no legal requirement. Now, everybody is saying they're going to have that vote on the 12th. So just I want you to be aware. We would like for you to to wash that shirt on Wednesday and wear it back up there on right. Thursday um, and go with us on Thursday, the 12th. But be very, very aware that that may or may not be the ex- exact day that the vote is right. taken. But everybody so far is telling us that. And we may, as we get closer, we may find out on Monday the 9th of January that they're going to vote on it on Wednesday. or That's something. right. We, we don't know. I do know that they have already gone into a session as to uh, what the House rules are going to be. So let's uh, talk about that uh, just a little bit. The uh, Texas House Administration Committee which oversees all the internal rules and housekeeping aspects of the chamber, all right, that would be chairs, committee chairs, etc., considered testimony from members pushing for certain changes to the body's rules next session. And here we go. They're saying, and, and here again, here's someone who's not willing to um, commit to the 12th, because in this article it says a couple of days after the leg- after the Texas legislator legislature convenes for the first day of the regular session, the lower chamber establishes its internal set of rules that will govern its procedure during the biennium. All yes. right. So this article does not say the twelfth. I right. think everybody. I think there's. We need to be careful on we're that twelfth day. We're just making our best guess, really, yeah. just based on history yes um, that's all that this is I, like you say matt they feeling could wake up and change his mind absolutely and so um anyway the 10th is important wear your shirt if feeling becomes speaker of the house uh, yeah he's going to folks okay. we're, we're we're behind you. angela we're going to okay. take a short break and then i want to come back to a little bit more on these house rules uh proposals y'all stay tuned we'll be right back 100 text He's 100% Texan. Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. The Hill Country Patriot. 
All right. We are back. Again, we have Angela Smith in here every Monday. She's the founder of the Fredericksburg Tea Party and uh, real proud to have her as a friend of my family and uh, just happy to know you, Angela. Thank you very much, Matt. So we have, we were talking about the uh, House rules. So the uh, Texas House Administration Committee, that committee would be the one who oversees all the internal rules, apparently had a... It must have been an uh, an internal meeting. This yeah. is, would be a, internal, a housekeeper. Interim, I don't know what uh, they would call it. Yeah, this was like a housekeeping meeting, and they heard from members who were uh, considering certain changes to the rules. And um, it says here, every session a lengthy floor debate occurs featuring proposed tweaks and wholesale changes to the set of rules. Another such clash is primed for January, with one focus dwarfing all the others, the appointment of Democrat committee chairs. All right, uh, this was brought up by Brian Slayton uh, this year as well as last year. Um, it failed uh, It failed last year in his attempt. Two years ago, yeah. Yeah, two years ago. I'm yeah, sorry, two, last right. session, we, we two years ago. We think about it, yeah. Um, so, uh, let's see, there is, uh, yeah, I think... So, the, in other words, Matt, it's not a new conversation. Uh-uh. They know this is what we want. Yeah. And then the after the uh, after the Republicans met, you know, in in the summer, we even made it more obvious this is what we want. Mm. Yeah. So, let's see what they give us. Hmm? So, yeah, absolutely. So, one of the other proposed changes has to do with points of order on the floor. Now, all of you people who are the Robert's Rules fans, and I hate Robert's Rules, but I understand the need for them. And, and some people are so good at them, I'm just like, yes. I'm not good at them. <laughs> Let them. I'm, I'm not I'm good terrible. at Robert's Rules. So anyway, one of the rules they want to change is that uh, if you want to bring a point of order, um, in the past you've always brought that up at the back mic. Um, what they uh, Rule change, they want you to deal with the parliamentarian directly first before going to the back mic. Um, I, I think that the whole point of order is very often tactical, um, and to stop a, yeah, I believe a point of order is tactical. I think it's a, there's a sense of urgency when you bring a point of order. Am I correct? Yeah, it it is to me. It's like, wait a minute, point of order, wait, some rules are being broken. Whoa, 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 stop. So what are so, they doing? Trying to so what they want to do is have you go to the parliamentarian first, and then of course uh, they do. Yeah, so that basically know. stops the delaying of uh, yeah. We'll have to ask I, our friend Charlotte about that. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we we've got some parliamentarians. Doesn't sound good to me. Just so, but saying. this this one bothers me a little bit. So yes. then the next one, this one really bothers me. There is discussion about uh, allowing people to uh, testify virtually. In committee hearings, mm-hmm. I'm done with that. If you want to testify, get your happy butt to Austin. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yes. Just get up there. The The, the Kung flu is gone. You're not going to die. Wear your stupid mask and go to the Capitol. Right. Or wear a hazmat suit, go to the Capitol and testify. Right. I did see someone in the airport in a hazmat suit not too long ago. Oh, Complete, head to toe, hazmat suit. Um, so let's see, um, the, this one I like, uh, when, uh, when someone goes to testify and they give a stack of documents mm-hmm. to the, to the committee, you've seen it before. Yes. Um, 
this uh, rule says that uh, we would like to make those documents public. I like okay. that idea. Okay. I like that idea. Okay. Um, and so I kind of like that one. Um, permit drinking water on the House floor. Oh, those poor guys haven't been able to drink water on the house oh. floor. Well, that may, maybe that'll keep them at their desk so that they actually vote. Ah, yeah. You think? There you go. Guys and gals, ladies and men, drinking water and whatever the other 37 genders are. <laughs> um, and we hope it's only water. Here's That's one all. of them that says, and nixing some of the 21 COVID-19 provisions. Well, duh. You think? That's over COVID-19, with. COVID-19, like 2019? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're we're over with that, and so there's a lot of rules changes being proposed, being discussed. I imagine that they're what they're going to want to do is make all these rule changes in committee, mm. and then um, and then pressure to- everyone to vote yay or nay on the mm-hmm. floor, mm-hmm. the same way that they're doing the um, speakers. Uh, okay. vote the republicans had that uh vote in secret and then they're going to come out on the floor and reveal it and uh they're going to vote for it all uh so i hope that doesn't happen it would be nice to see if uh, some amendments were brought up on the floor sure. if some uh, changes uh, were brought up on the floor and some discussions that we in the public could participate in mm-hmm. right and um so uh, we need to take another short break keep us from getting way too behind. I didn't even get through. I had three different stories to cover today, and we got through most of one of them. Folks, y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. He doesn't just complain into a microphone. Blah, 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 blah. He's president of the Fredericksburg Tea Party. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. We are back. It's Monday. I have Angela Smith in the studio with me. Hi, Angela. Good morning, Matt. I know we're almost out. I didn't even get through a third of the material I wanted to get today. Um, we're almost out of time for crying out loud. The, um, the One of the stories I wanted to get to today was Jeff Leach, who was elected as a mm. Tea Party mm-hmm. and has, um, I don't know if traitor is the right word. He well, it's is being be- used. It's being publicly used. Publicly against him, yes. Yeah, he has betrayed him. the Tea Party movement. He's being accused of, uh, he's being called a sellout. Um, he's gotten horrible. Um, yeah. Anyway, so Jeff Leach comes out and jumps in the middle of this uh, speaker thing. And he abs- here's what here's what Jeff Leach said. Dade Phelan is the most conservative speaker. And then it says anyone suggesting otherwise isn't simply being disingenuous or misleading. To be clear, they are flat out lying. They're calling the us. He's calling us of, lying. He's calling us a liar yes. if we don't agree with him that well, Dade listen. Phelan is. We don't even. Ha- it's not even an agreement, Matt. There, the, the, the has been a speaker already. The, yeah. the history is there. We know what he, uh, what he will stand for. We know who has been paying him off. We know. Why mm. would he call us? We're not even lying. It, almost, it's like it, we're telling the truth, and he's saying that's a lie. Yeah, 
That's what he's Seriously? saying. So now I, I'm going to just I'm, let's all pretend these guys are lawyers, um, which I think, think most of them are. I think most of them are. And I'm going to carry this. I'm going to go way off. But you'll this will make sense okay. if you're paying any attention to what's going on with the laptop story uh, coming yep. out of the laptop from hell. There was a letter that was signed by 51. Um, uh, uh, um, what were they called? Uh uh, spy people, 51 intelligence officers, okay. who said that in this letter they were very careful with their languages and they said this has all the earmarks of being Russian disinformation. Hmm. So everybody took that for what it said. Now, when they got pushed on it, lawyers all of a sudden used lawyer speak. Okay. They said, oh, we didn't say it was Russian disinformation. Read the letter. It says it has all the appearances yes. of Russian debt. Right. So I'm going to apply that same logic okay. here. All right. Let's okay. see if we can do this. There is only one speaker at any given time, right? That's true. So is he the most conservative speaker? He's the only speaker. He's the only speaker. That would make him the most <laughs> liberal speaker, the most conservative speaker. All in one. <laughs> Maybe Jeff Leach is just saying. I didn't say he was conservative. <laughs> I said, said he was, he was the most conservative speaker. Yes. Well, he is, because we only have one speaker. I don't know if that's what we're trying to state, but uh, what they're trying to say. But um, this is a pretty good article. Some oh, of the and what's the meaning of conservative? Yeah, and who defines I mean, who conservative? Who defines that, right? I want to read you a couple of the replies because, of course, like everything else today, this was all tweeted. Um, and so here's some of the Texans' uh, tweet replies before we get to the advent. We've got to bring this back to a good place. Um, here's one of the tweets. Compared to a long line of blue dog Democrats and compromising Republicans, absolutely he is. <laughs> that kind of there's, that's in line with what you're yeah, saying, Matt. Sarcasm, yeah. And here's another one. Here he goes, sir, conservatives don't let Democrat chair committees, and the fact that Garen gave the seconding speech That's also right. tells you all you need to know. That's right. Because Garen is he's about as li he is the most liberal Republican, yes, I believe. Yes, yeah, been there a um, Here's another one. Ah, yes, gaslighting using disingenuous. The tactics of the liberal left. Feeling is the worst, and you're a sellout. Here's another one. Um, we are not stupid. We see the record, and we know what we choose go. to make priority in the platform. Don't pee down my back and tell me it's raining. <laughs> there you go. That was a reply to that. Yes, it was. And then here's another short one. You're a joke and the real liar. So um, I want let's, let's get over to the advent. Okay, let's there's, do. There's, there's this, these are some things that are more important. Um, Bring us back down and around. It is day 11, day 12 of the Advent, actually. But mm -hmm. uh, on Friday, I read uh, Friday and Saturdays. And then today, I'm going to read uh, Sunday and Mondays. And so this is day 11 of the Advent. And um, it's, it's uh, entitled Distance and Elevation. In 2008, a young BBC correspondent, Alim Makbul, began a 12-day reenactment journey from Nazareth uh, to Bethlehem. His only friend sharing, uh, uh, sharing, the advent sharing the advent reenactment journey was his donkey, Cynthia. 
Alim chose the most direct path of the two available routes and still ended up walking almost 100 miles, much of the time up and over mountains and through remote wilderness areas. Sounds tough, huh? Now consider why Joseph probably didn't choose that route. There were two basic routes from Nazareth to Bethlehem. One was the route Alim selected, and it surely was the shortest. However, when we consider, one, the number of mountains that had to be overcome, and two, the numerous remote wilderness where danger was a serious concern, and three, the fact that very few Jewish travelers went this way, and four, the aversion Jews had to Samaritans and traveling through Samaritan country, it seems very unlikely that Joseph would have taken his nine-month pregnant wife this way. The other route, Nazareth to the Jordan River, down to Jericho and over to Bethlehem, did add at least 40 more miles to the journey, but one, it allowed them to travel with many other Jews for companionship and safety. Two, it bypassed most of the mountains. Three, it kept them away from most of the dangerous remote areas. And four, it avoided Samaritan territory. Considering all of these advantages, Mary and Joseph most likely took the longer route, 140 miles. Now figure in the elevation points. Nazareth is at 1,200 feet. Jericho, minus 1,000 feet. It's below sea level. Jerusalem, 2,450 feet above sea level. Bethlehem, 2,550 feet. That means that the 110 miles from Nazareth to Jericho was almost 2,200 feet downhill. Then the 20 miles from Jericho through Jerusalem to Bethlehem was over 3,500 feet uphill. Remember that final 20 miles Jericho to Bethlehem was at the end of what had already been a grueling 120-mile trip. Whew! I don't know about you, but learning about these geographical details of their journey causes my appreciation for what Mary and Joseph went through to grow by leaps and bounds. And remember, they both overcame every single one of the obstacles and difficulties that life put in their way just so that the Advent story wouldn't be a fairy tale. So how are you doing with your obstacles and difficulties? Handling them as well as Mary and Joseph? Boy, I wish. Mm. You can, you know. You can handle your troubles just as well as Mary and Joseph handled theirs. How? by doing the same thing they did, relying on God each day for your needed strength, power, and guidance. Day 12, Bethlehem. At the time of the Advent story, Bethlehem was just a tiny town with a population of only about 2,500. During major Jewish festivals and celebrations, it served as a kind of extension of the capital, Jerusalem, since it was only five miles away. Now remember, it wasn't a flat, comfortable five miles. The walk from Jerusalem to Bethlehem was more of a narrow path, a hiking trail, if you will. When they finally entered the town, they found a rural setting that was more famous as a home for shepherders than anything else. Bethlehem was where the money-grubbing priests kept most of the sacrificial sheep they were grooming for sale at the temple. 
Huge herds grazed in the field outside Bethlehem and were the number one boost for the local economy. So what does this all say about Bethlehem? It was hard to get to, very rural, tiny and smelly. Then why did God <laughs> then why did God pick Bethlehem as his son's birthplace? You would think he would have selected Jerusalem, the kingly city for the king of kings, but not so with God. He picked the town nobody was thinking about, the one that was not on anybody's must-see list. Do you sometimes feel around other people as Bethlehem appeared among the cities and towns of Palestine? Nothing special, not pretty or handsome, your clothes not as nice, or living in the run-down part of town, or poor, lower class, and not many friends? You see, in Jesus' day, nobody really dreamed about visiting Bethlehem. But since the advent, no world traveler would think of visiting that part of the world and not stopping in Bethlehem. The advent changed it all for that little town, and it can do the same for you. You just have to do what Bethlehem did. What was that, you ask? Bethlehem cooperated and went along with God's plan. How? It didn't fight the plan. It allowed itself to be used by God. And if you haven't already done that, then you can follow Bethlehem's lead right now. Just submit yourself to God and ask him to take charge. And if you've already done that, then thank God for receiving you into his kingdom. There's a prayer that goes along with this. And um, it says, Father God, all too often I have thought of myself as a human Bethlehem. I've doubted the specialness that you've created inside me. I don't want to do that anymore. I thank you for choosing me, and I submit myself to your lordship. Amen. Amen. So um, we're going to keep bringing you the Advent every day, folks. Uh, this is a, from a book written by a friend named Mike Sublet, and you can find it on uh, wherever books are sold. It's called Celebration and Repentance, and uh, written by Mike Sublet, S-U-B-L-E-T-T. Y'all stay tuned for Lorraine. I'm sure she will set the place ablaze. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs>